0: Hello, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of November 19, 2012, episode 171. This is Chris Bevelo, I'm president of Interval. We are the folks that put on the podcast, healthcare marketing and whatnot. (laughs) With me today in studios. Jackie Ritaco, account manager with Interval.
1: Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Robert Privo, senior account director at
0: Interval. Hello, all. Hey. 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 <laughs> hey. Hey.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. We have some interesting topics today. I'm trying to decide if they're even healthcare marketing oriented. We'll make them so. That's how we roll. We have some updates, though. Uh, first of all, we've got some new blog posts available. Adam, do you want to talk about the one that you authored that's up on the Think Interval site?
1: One thing we've noticed in trying to help organizations kind of adapt their brands to the digital space is that there's a lot of common problem spots that pop up. Um, and a lot of hospital brand identities just simply are not built to work very well in the digital space, whether it's resolution issues, whether it's uh, you know logo marks that are, are, just don't work uh, at small sizes, and you need to figure out solutions to those problems. Um, but this article just kind of attempts to, Touch on some basics around that or some of the issues that we see pop up time and time again and help to hopefully kind of frame the issue in a way that helps you start to consider your brand in, a, in or your brand identity, I should say, in a different light. Or to start thinking about it in terms of maybe loosening up a little bit and introducing the flexibility that is needed for a, a modern brand to work well
0: online today. So
1: uh, give it a read. Let us know what you think.
0: All right. I'll describe the blog post that I have that's up on chrispevelo.com in a minute or less. And it's basically the idea of how we talk a lot about digital strategy and some of our core philosophies in how hospitals and health systems should uh, leverage digital. And they're kind of highfalutin in the cloud strategies like engagement or audience prioritization, uh, which apply to all kinds of different digital um, Challenges, But what we wanted to do was show how some of those applied kind of uh, in real life through the website we redesigned for Innova. So uh, the, Innova, the new, what we call the new Innova.org, which launched in August, uh, I think does a great job of bringing those uh, philosophies to life. And so the blog post kind of talks about how that's the case, shows you some screenshots. Obviously, it's a website, so you can go uh, see it more uh Full in the Flesh if you want and Innova.org. but you kind of read about how we bring those digital philosophies down to earth and actually apply them to real life scenarios like a website design mm-hmm. so there you have it uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter uh, at Interval Crew hmm uh, we all have our own individual handles, but that's our official handle. Yep. And also, we're always looking for feedback on this podcast. Questions, pushback, topic ideas, uh, and you can just throw those out there using the hashtag pound A-H-M-B. Okay. So let's talk about doctors. Woo! We were having some fun with this this headline. This is a story yeah. That I think Katie, our intern, um, future employee to be posted. Though maybe Actually, some other folks did. I think
2: Adam did this
1: one. But. Oh, we, okay. That's yeah, I think I found this one on, dig, on dig.com, Dig. which is okay. One of my regularly visited
0: one of my sites that I frequent often. I, I saw it somewhere else too, out in the Twitter sphere. Internet's breaking news. Um, yeah, breaking news. <laughs> Doct- doctors biased against fat people. Two, two. Study says. Oh, so was two? Is that our thing? Or no, that's, that's the that's official. Headland. That's the official title. So okay. doc-
1: doctors. Uh, well, it comes from Livescience.com and the article from the seventh of November, two thousand twelve. Uh,
0: doctors biased
1: against fat people too. So what the,
0: the two is not referring to the fact that they're biased against everybody else. Now we've learned they're biased against fat people. It means everybody's Societally, biased. Against, right. Society's biased against fat people, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, so are doctors.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. They say the most striking thing is that physicians are like others in society and hold <laughs> negative <laughs> attitudes about
0: weight. That's which crazy. my first thought was: aren't they members? I of guess Spiros? they're not. I guess since doctors aren't robots. <laughs> they are have similar striking. <laughs> they breathe and walk upright mostly, <laughs> but I think the the point is these folks are you know experts in this field. They're the ones that actually should mm-hmm. be able to see people for who they are and help them and see things like obesity as something that can be treated and not part of who you are, I, I guess, maybe the assumption is that physicians should be able to do that. Um, but I'm not surprised either. I mean, yeah, most of the, the biases are not explicit. It's not like people walk around saying, I'm not going to talk to that fat person or I'm not going to hire that obese person. It's something that a lot of folks don't even know they have. Well, and, and you
1: can, I mean... and. On that same same note, you can you can take that beyond just obesity. I mean, that's like that's it's almost human nature. I mean, you could apply that to to race as well. I mean, I think most of us, or hopefully all of us, listening in, in here in this room would say we're not racist individuals. Yet, subconscious, there there are decisions that we make in our mind based on you know, based on race, whether we like it or not, maybe even based on hair color or sex, you know, if it's a woman or a female, the way you interact, right. Anything that that, that yeah. is distinctive. Yeah. That, that defines a person, you know, as our brains want to generalize things. That's how we make, that's right. how we make order out of things in the, the world around us. So I think, so that's and I think if your,
2: if your job as a doctor is about treating people in their health and you're dealing with someone who is obese, that's, I mean, obviously there's, pretty clear that those are, going to, those are going to lead to other health complications. Right. So I think even more so, doctors are going to have somewhat of a bias. What's interesting is the study, it says that they want to make it clear that in no way do they have any proof that patients are treated differently, but it's just this study showed that the doctors have bias. So right. while the headline
0: gets your attention, there wasn't a lot of meat right. in
1: the study. It's no pun intended.
0: But it's it's kind of a weird there's bias, but we don't know whether they've been treated differently than if any, most biases at some level impact how people behave. Now, right. you hope you'd be able to get over your biases to your point about racism. Um, but, I mean, there's plenty of studies that show that taller people make more money, right? The, the, the taller you are, the more likely you are to make money. Or that that folks that are, quote, unquote, better looking have more career success, Things that really don't have anything to do with your function in a job impact your success in a job, and obesity. I'm sure. I'm sure there's studies that show the same thing with with being overweight. Mm-hmm. And so, to say that there's biases, but then there's no evidence that that impacts care. Well, and you can't. Is, they may not have evidence, so they're covering themselves. But
1: well, and to Robert's point too. I mean, if you if you are obese, you know that's. That's a huge. That's something that's going to determine your care. That's something that's going to determine the way a doctor has to. A doctor has to talk to you about that kind of stuff. It's not like they can, you know, tiptoe around it and not talk about that being, you know, one of the issues that you're dealing with on a health, and in, in the, the, your lifestyle, your personal health. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's. Do you want doctors to not? I mean, and I know that's not necessarily well, the point. Yeah, here, but it's, it's like you got to talk about it. So I mean, it's just. Talking about it makes you feel uncomfortable because it's something you're already self conscious about. So that makes you, I mean,
0: well, what does the article define as bias? I mean, I'm inferring bias as being negative perceptions of people based on it's, preconceived notions. Yeah, but how do you notions. define the
1: negative perception? I mean, what's in, what defines the negative perception? Sorry, Jackie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Look out. <laughs> Hold I on. I have your, I've had your answer for go a while. Ahead, go ahead. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> it says weight bias can show up in many ways. Doctors may use derogatory language, blame health problems on yes. weight, and even deny certain medical procedures based on weight, but which, besides the first one, which is kind of a negative, aren't the other two, like, ex- I mean, obviously. I think they're all... No, the second one is what I was after.
1: They're all Hel- legit, Blame though. health problems they're on weight, They're not legit. Though. What's not legit about those things? A y-
0: bias would be that you're overweight because it's your fault, because you're lazy, because you eat too much. Therefore, I'm not going to prescribe a certain medicine, or I'm not going to pursue a certain treatment... Right, but that Instead of looking at it as a clinical issue, yeah, but which it, is what you'd want them right, to do. Right, but is
1: that is the doctor going to just outright say that I'm not going to give this to you because you're No, but that's what a bias does. Right, but the my point is that a bias is often it comes down to the, the perception. Yes. Somebody would say the doctor didn't prescribe that to me and their perception of it even though the doctor didn't say it would be because of the because and maybe if it's if you're self-conscious because of its weight or whatever, it might be because because I'm fat. That's why the doctor didn't, you know, I I can say, as a you'd, person who's not fat, I, I shouldn't even be, you know, you'd have to do a opinion, study.
0: But. Like, they, do. I mean, nobody's going to walk around saying, I got screwed out of my raise because I'm short. Because nobody's ever saying you're not getting a raise because you're short. But they've done studies that looked at, mm-hmm. you know, controlled studies that say, hey, there's no other difference but height and look at this difference. So you could do that. In healthcare, and say mm-hmm. there's no other difference but the, the amount of weight somebody has, but it could, and look at the different outcomes. There's in a difference,
1: though. Height is not a legitimate reason to not pay somebody more. Weight can be a legitimate reason not to give somebody a certain medication. Yes, so there's that's a. That's right. A, I don't think yeah. that's apples to oranges. That's not. That's not. You're think that's right, a but
0: but that doesn't excuse bias in impacting how physicians may treat people in a negative way. Yeah. I think that's what it's inferring,
1: right? And I and I don't mean to poo-poo on the article that there's no possible way that doctors couldn't that could be biased against you know people who are overweight. It's weird. It's going to happen, but it's just it's clearly a factor, and so it's it influences your weight, influences your health, and and the doctor has to factor that in, and they're going to have to talk about it, and it's going to have to be addressed. And sometimes it's going to be you know whether it's weight or anything else, things you don't want to hear. But that's not.
0: I don't think that's what they mean by bias. That's them doing their job in a in an honest, transparent way. A bias would be not acting in an honest, transparent way because you perceive something, whether you know it or not, about their size, right?
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, it's right. I mean, but as Robert said, there's not a lot of meat behind this article. I I don't think, we're not seeing the, the scientific no, but again, research that goes into this. Whenever
0: bias is in play, there's evidence in other ways that it impacts behavior. So to assume that just because there isn't evidence or they don't show it in this article that there is no negative impact of this bias would also be probably yeah, not wise. But we
1: could, I mean, you could make up anything and say you know, because we're I just mean, not going to agree, are we? How did we even get into this? <laughs> we're all I on the same know. page. <laughs> this is me. Well,
2: I think part of this, too, is there. You know, they voice the concern that some patients may not feel comfortable voicing their opinions if you're obese and you feel yeah, like yeah. your doctor is going to treat you differently. And for example, they suggest maybe bring a friend to your appointment to kind of help right. you feel comfortable. So I think that's another point of this, mm-hmm. is helping patients who may feel this way, again, right, whether right. or not this is happening, um, make sure that they
1: feel comfortable that they're getting the best care. Yeah, but, and mm-hmm. I, but I, I think that does also come back to your perception of, of how you're being treated. Um, like for example, my wife's a nurse and, and there have been times where she's been, and she's, you know, she can't tell me much about stuff cause that's against the law. Um, but like, I come back kind of back to the race thing. I mean, one time somebody accused you of being racist for not doing something. And it's like, that was that person's perception of their care. Right. It wasn't, the decisions weren't being made based on mm-hmm. on race, but that was the person's perception because that, you know, that, that may be the lens through which they view you know, these certain interactions in their life. So it's just, it's, it's, this is a bias is a difficult thing to measure h- here. It's, e- I think it's easier, like to your example with height and comparing that to how much you make and, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I see, I have some problems with figuring out how the heck you would actually,
0: I think you could do figure it. that out here. I think you could do some control experiments. Just you, so could much just at, subjective. you could look at the similar patients um, needing certain treatments and see if that varies across different groups based on increase the weight so like look at it at 200 pounds about whatever like an increase in weight and say look you can see that the problem is to your point that the yeah. treatment may change yeah, exactly. but i still think that you could measure it maybe
1: i don't know it's a difficult thing i'm sure there are things you can measure i don't i don't mean to counter you on that but i it's man this is a non
0: now easy. here's the trick what the hell does this have to do with healthcare marketing the experience, right? Experience, yeah. Because we talk all the time it. about the the way to build your brand is through the experience you deliver, and this is a huge part of it. The bedside manner of any doctor is a huge component of the patient experience, right. mm-hmm. and if folks are feeling, um, you know, certainly you can't help if people bring preconceived notions to your to your example of your wife um, to the table, but if your physicians or caregivers whether they're physicians or not are conveying that in some way then that's an issue i think that's an issue
1: yeah and i think repeat complaints about things clearly can be an indicator of Could be of an issue yeah
2: yeah you think about you know you know in the last five ten years you're seeing more heart centers and heart programs devoted to women and research showed that oftentimes women didn't feel like they were listened to and so that was addressed, and I think you're mm-hmm. gonna. And, and because of that, they were going elsewhere for their care. Right. And so it could be similar, where if you, again, if you don't feel comfortable sharing things with your doctor because you feel like they're looking at you a certain mm-hmm. way, odds are you're probably gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a pretty big issue. Mm-hmm. All right, we gotta move quickly through the next topic since we have a we have a dead set drop dead. Time, a lot of death in that sense—it's <laughs> very deadly. Um, real quickly, Map Wars, and uh-huh, I—and again, I cool. don't know what this has to do with healthcare marketing, other than um, it is everything okay? Well, good. You can maybe explain that to me. All I have to say is uh, the uproar over the Apple Maps, and also the idea that they're that one of their leaders left because of this, as a result of like not wanting to apologize. stall how? T- the map kicks ass that's all i have to say i've used it constantly since i've got it and it's so much better than google i travel all the time i'm in cities i've never been in i'm literally trusting my you know comfort if not my life to these things and trying to get from an airport to a you know some motel across a metropolitan right. area and the the turn by turn navigation the design gorgeous, yeah. everything mm-hmm. just just leaves google in the dust so I know there's been issues with it. This is my personal experience. But there was issues with Google, too. Oh, there's still And is. people just overlooked all that and yeah. you know, gave it a break because they were used to it. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about Maps. Well, I, I think w- the Apple Maps is amazing.
1: You so, and I there. are in agreement on that um, to an extent. Apple Maps failed me for the first time, the new Apple Maps yesterday, when I was at the University of Minnesota trying to find a specific building that a workshop was in. And it put the pin, like, not at all in the right spot. And the, the, None of the names of the buildings were on the map. Then I switched over to Google Maps and the pin was in the exact right spot. And every building on campus wasn't labeled on the map. So I was like, well, all right, Google's got a leg up in this. I had that year. yesterday
0: too. I had a, I had a, like maybe a five mile drive and I used it to, to give me directions and it, At first, it takes one thing that's annoying is it in the beginning it says like proceed to the route. So when you're just starting and it's trying to load up everything, it says proceed to the route. You're like, I don't know where the route is, (laughs) right? So this time I did this. It proceeded the route, and then it was like, you have arrived at your destination. I'm like, I haven't even moved. (laughs) So I had my first bad experience. Well, maps are a huge deal now for any marketer, okay? uh, Especially in healthcare. Well, maps
1: are where searches originate for locations now. I mean, people, Mm -hmm. if you, if I want to know, like me yesterday, I wanted to know where that building was. I didn't start with. With Google. Google, with Google, I went straight to my Maps application on my phone, typed in the name of the building I was yep. looking for. Actually, at first, I did the exact address of the building. Um, both that and the name of the building in Apple Maps put the pin in the wrong spot. Um But this is where search originates for location Mm -hmm. for location based content right now. So, um, and when you think about the fact that um, Yelp is integrated into Google into Apple Maps, Google Maps has their own reviews that are integrated into the location information. uh, And you better be mindful of what people. You should be watching those things to see what people are saying about you. Sure. Um, very very relevant today to be paying very close attention to maps and know what's going on and you know have as much control as you can, especially over like yesterday. University of Minnesota, maybe they're probably already on it to to be on. It, to be fair, um, trying to get their pins. They in monitor the right our spots. podcast.
0: They do. They have they three have, people monitor it, so yes, if they're do. not, they're going to know. <laughs> <what I'm saying.
1: laughs> um, but you should, especially, be making sure at least if nothing else, that your pins are in the right location because you can control that. The pin on our office in, in Google Maps was wrong, and a few years ago, I updated it to be where it's at now, mm-hmm. and also made sure that all the other information on it is correct. So definitely something that if you're not paying attention to st- start today.
0: Thank you. That was a good tie-in. Hey Mappy. <laughs> you guys don't know what that's from, do you? Sounds like I you sure. made that your up. your assignment is by next time to tell me where that reference comes from. Hey Mappy. Or hey, the Mappy. audience, if the audience can tell before, it's not really fair cuz they don't get to hear this. <laughs> hey Mappy. That's that's, almost that's real? I think you made that up. No, it's real. Oh. Okay, so um, we need to sign off. A couple things. Uh, Don't forget to check out our Marketing Transformation (laughs) Self-Assessment. That is on our website. It's a way for you to, uh, if you're familiar with Joe Public doesn't care about your hospital, Mm -hmm. there are five ways that we believe hospitals and health systems need to transform their approach to marketing and branding. This is an online assessment you can take to see uh, where you may be feeling the most pain and where you can Mm -hmm. focus your efforts. Um, And so we've had a lot of good feedback on that. We want to continue to promote that that's out there. We'll provide a link to it on our show notes, as well as the doctor's bias article. And uh, there was a couple articles on maps we didn't dig into, but it's more feedback. But Adam did a great job of explaining why we should care about that. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Nope. Nope. We're all good. All right. For Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Bevelo.
1: Jackie Bataco,
0: Adam Meyer, and Robert Prevo. See you, Mappy!